You got to accentuate the positive limb. Minute the negative and latch on to the affirmative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Introversion Podcast. It's uh, somewhat of a special episode today in the sense that this is my first time recording with my new Rodecaster Pro audio interface and uh, plugged in as my new Rode Procaster XLR microphone. So hopefully from here on out, you'll all get to enjoy better audio quality, uh, a richer, fuller sound. I guess I started uh, sometime in May. So really, there's been two solid months of the podcast, so June and July, really. This is episode 18, so there you go. I've nearly doubled the amount of podcasts I recorded for Confusianity last year. So we're well on our way, and uh, I'm stoked. So uh, all that being said, um, let's get into it. Let's get into um, the topic of the day. Uh, Today's episode is called Shift, and what I mean by that is I have started to notice a shift this past couple of weeks in everything for me personally. And, and this is a good thing when I say shift, I mean a, a shift in a good way. And I, I think uh, a lot of these things I addressed in the, my last solo episode called Unfriend. Um, and if you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would recommend going and listening to that one and then coming back to this one. Because uh, this is sort of the part two in the 38-part series on friendship. We'll see how far uh, we actually get close to 38 episodes. Uh, it might be more like 10 or so, but or five. I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, I want to basically pick up where I left off with Unfriend. And when I say shift, what I mean is I'm kind of building off some of the points I laid out in that Unfriend episode. And... It has to do with, without sounding crass or crude or whatever, it's this idea of you have to weed out the bad in life in order to make room for the good. And some people can hear that and uh, attribute sinister motives to that, sort of like eugenics, you know, like getting rid of the, the bad people or the... Inferior people to make room for the superior, you know, whatever. But I'm like, you know, I don't mean anything like that in an evil way. I just mean every human being's life is filled with things. And by things, I mean everything, right? So you got people, you got work, you got money, you got objects, possessions, pets, siblings, friends, teachers, students beneath you. Um, so much, right? So every human life is just filled with so many things. And I think, and I'm really feeling that in the last couple of weeks, and this is what I really want to talk about when I say the word shift, is for me, I'm already really starting to feel the effects. I'm feeling more positive. I'm feeling more energetic. I'm feeling more focused because I'm spending less time and energy on the negativity and the people Uh, social media outlets and channels that have really been plaguing me for the last several months. They've been bringing me down, you know, depressing me or, you know, just um, at best sort of neutral in my life, but certainly not a positive. And I think when you're 
on the path to excellence in life and you're really wanting to achieve great things, like I, I don't think your standard should be like, well, you know, this thing is, um, it's not bringing me down, but it's also not lifting me up either. It's just kind of there. You know, I'm thinking, I don't think that's good enough. I don't think that's good enough. I think you're not going to get enough things in your life that are really lifting you up because those kind of things or people are going to be very few and far between. So that means you're going to have to weed out a lot of the, I mean, you should definitely weed out the things, the uh, influences. I mean, whether whether it's as simple as like watching certain new channels or, or, or watching TV in general or whatever, anything that's not adding value to your life, anything that's not lifting you up, like you need to, first of all, you need to just remove those things, right? I mean, you don't have to, but if you really want to focus and achieve some sort of greatness with your life or reach your full potential or self-actualize, however you want to put it, but if you want to aspire to great things, you need to have a certain focus. You need to have a certain drive. And um, what I'm realizing is you're not really going to be able to get there if you're spending too much of your time and energy and thought. If you're just getting too easily distracted by things that are not fruitful to what you stand for and what you want to be all about, right? So I've done a, I've done a pretty good job in, in certain ways this year of, uh, I've well, sports have been canceled, whatever, so... I did spend a lot of time last year watching sports. I watched a lot of NFL and soccer. Um, and I was also getting into the sports betting thing, and it was kind of uh, an experiment. But obviously, most all of that has been out this year. So uh, I guess in a good way, in 2020, I have not spent any time playing video games. There's been, basically, there's been no FIFA. EA Sports. It's in the game. Haven't been watching soccer. Haven't been watching football. I mean, sports have been canceled. So... It frees you up to, okay, you got a lot more time on your hands now, and what are you going to do with it? And the problem is, is a lot of times when people are able to weed out certain addictions or, or things or people in their life that are not so great, it's great. It's a great first step to realize that certain things are toxic in your life. But the problem that many of us fall into is that, well, the next step we take is to replace those former toxicities with new toxicities. And that's the unfortunate state of affairs for a lot of people and for myself included. And we have to break free of that pattern, right? So we need to replace the toxicities that we've identified in our life. We need to remove those things and those people, those activities, those habits, and replace them with new habits and new, not necessarily new people, but you know, new new activities and and new. There just needs to be something better about what you're replacing the bad stuff with. And this is what I mean by what I said earlier when I said like you have to weed out the bad to make room for the good, right? So that's kind of where I'm at now, and uh, I've really been feeling it. I feel like I'm I'm heading in the right direction. I mean, we're only like one or two weeks in, but I'm basically talking about from the time my cousin Praveen came up two weeks ago. So he came up two weeks ago and we met and uh, brainstormed. And, um, you know, I showed him a lot of my creative ideas and we talked about how I can be more business savvy about a lot of this stuff. And uh, that's his expertise more so than mine. And I think we complement each other well in that way, where he's not really the creative guy at all. That's my thing, you know, but at the same time, I kind of suck with like having a mentality to really cash in and make money and uh, 
be really aggressive in my messaging and marketing and all that kind of stuff. So I tend to be a little bit too timid or too, too shy about that kind of stuff or too low key, too subtle. So it's great for us to be like collaborating in that way and, and bouncing ideas off each other because I think it's good for both of us. And um, But anyway, that kind of just kicked things off. And uh, we listened to the Unfriend episode as we drove together down from Philly down to Maryland last, or sorry, two weeks ago. And then, you know, like I said, I spent time with my family. Oh, I, I shouldn't say like I said, because many of you don't know this. Uh, on Facebook, just amongst my friends and family, I, I made a post where I talked about how I spent um, a week down in Maryland, or not even a week, but like several days, and uh, just being around my parents and uh, my cousin Praveen. It was just so good, and I just really needed that. My productivity, of course, like dropped to zero, and I kind of fell behind on all the things I had cooking up here in Philly, just with all my projects and, and ideas and everything, but it's okay. It's okay, I think, to... Not, life can't just be about productivity and getting things done. You know, we need some kind of balance. And I've had such an imbalance of just being isolated alone with my computer and, and you know, iPad and phone and, you know, just what are you going to create or what are you going to work on or what are you going to learn or what are you going to do for so long now, for months and months that it was good for me to just uh, take my foot off the pedal, be with family, be with people who actually really care about me and, uh, Enjoy time with Sharpie. Sharpie is a, our black lab, for those of you who don't know. It was just really good. It was really healthy. And, you know, I caught up on some sleep. Just enjoyed being with people who I care about and they care about me. And uh, it's, a, it's a welcome change. So now this past week, by the way, today is Friday, August 7th. And um, this week has been me returning to my solitary life in Philly, back in my apartment, and I've had a lot to do. I've had a lot of organi organizing and catching up to do. I brought a bunch of stuff up from Maryland. So I've just been kind of fixing up my apartment uh, a little bit. I started hanging up some old art pieces that I made back in an artist residency in Berlin from 2011. So it's been cool. It's been cool. My, uh, my workspace is looking tight. You know, obviously I got this audio interface now that I'm testing out. This is the first time I'm using it. And... Uh, it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. And I want to call out like a couple friends who responded to my Facebook post on Unfriend. And uh, and I got a couple text messages from a couple friends. And I had a phone call with my friend Karen. Karen was sort of my best friend from college back in the day in Northwestern. You know, we talked for a couple hours yesterday and it was great. And um, I want to have her on the podcast soon. So... We just, yeah, with everything going on in the world today and cancel culture and all that stuff is starting to creep into her world, even though she's in science and all that. So it's showing just how pervasive all this, all this uh, nasty uh, woke shit is and all this, you know. Uh, yeah, so there's that to look forward to. Yeah, I guess I'm just, I'm kind of stoked. Like uh, next week, I'm going to be interviewing... Francis from Online Friend Simulator podcast. And uh, I've been listening to his podcast for a while. And uh, it's cool. You know, it's, it's, it's similar to mine in a lot of regards. His is mostly solo, doesn't really have guest interviews on so much, but occasionally. But yeah, more on that to come. Uh, you'll get to hear him on the podcast. And I think we're going to have a really interesting, dynamic conversation 
as we also get to know each other because I, he doesn't really know anything about me and I only know about him from listening to his podcast. So I think uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And um, this is all part of the shift, though, you know, because uh, my last couple of guests on the podcast, I mean, they're friends of mine, but they their political and social views are very different than mine. And although it's good to kind of debate with people, I have to sit here and decide, like, what do I want the introversion podcast to be? I mean, this is not a news platform. This is not a debate channel. This is not like, you know, you know, Crossfire or like, you know, one of those CNN or Fox News shows where they're like, all right, here's our guest on the left. Here's our guest on the right. Now go at it. You know, it's like, that's not what introversion was ever going to be. Um, I think it has kind of slipped into that a little bit in recent weeks. But when I talk again, when I bring up the word shift, I'm really starting to feel it that. I really liked that unfriend episode that I recorded last time and how it wasn't so much about racism out there in the world. It wasn't so much about BLM and Antifa and Trump and Biden and the election and the pandemic and coronavirus. It wasn't about any of that. It was about my life. It was about me and my thoughts and um, dealing with the things that I'm struggling with in life right now and things that I think a lot of people are struggling with, like isolation, you know, and what to do during this time and how to how to live a meaningful life, you know, when you're completely socially isolated from people and there's not really the proper mechanisms. I mean, forget about dating right now. And, you know, not that I was super into that even before the pandemic, but just how do you craft a life right now in 2020 if you're just home, isolated, with very limited social outlets. And even when you do go out, you got to put a mask on and go into a store and everybody's keeping their distance and nobody's looking at each other. And it's just, it's the fucked up new normal where you look at all the people around you as germ carriers and potential murderers of you and your grandmother because of the invisible virus they're carrying and all that shit. So it's just not healthy overall for, you know, one's psychological well-being, mental health, for us to be looking at people this way and treating people that way. And then you go online where you're, you know, where you're safe from the actual germs and the virus when you're just sitting at home at your computer alone. But then you have to face the the global virus of hate and judgmentality and uh, negativity and you know, people throwing out labels like COVIDiots and, and all this shit. And, um, you know, so it's kind of like, wow, where where is the healthy place to be or the healthy way to be, right? And that's what's really tough right now for me and I think a lot of people. And I think the shift is occurring for me this past couple of weeks. Like I feel the momentum building. I hope this continues. I'm going to continue to report in the coming weeks on how I'm doing and, and sort of what I'm accomplishing and where I'm heading with all of this. Because I, right now I feel good. You know, I feel good about where I'm headed. And um, I want to keep this momentum going. I hope that as I kind of share about my story and the realizations I'm having and then how I'm implementing these changes in my life, 
I hope that that would be inspiring to you all as well. Um, because I know you all are facing your own issues as well. I mean, some of you are married, some of you have kids, some of you are single and isolated in your apartments at home alone like me. Um, whatever the case, you know, this is a very strange time this year. And it's, it's a good time for us to take a step back and think about our lives and our priorities and how we spend our time and what we're going to do, you know, in the midst of adversity. So yeah, there's a couple things here. So one is um, I've been I've gotten into this new midday habit of you know eating eating lunch and watching an episode of The Last Dance on Netflix. And for those of you who aren't even basketball fans at all, I I would actually really encourage you to go watch it because I mean if you're if you're somebody who's at least 30 years old and you were maybe a kid back when all of this was happening back in the 90s with Jordan and the Bulls. I mean, I, I just, for me, it's super nostalgic. Uh, it really brings me back thinking about what life was like back then. But also there's so many messages in the documentary that are so applicable to us now today in 2020, whether it's thoughts on dealing with adversity, overcoming illness, dealing with the media, uh, dealing with other people in general, like social dynamics, being successful, you know, and, and pushing yourself hard. And there, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. So even if you're not super into basketball, I'd encourage you to go watch it. It's, it's just really great. It's really well put together. And um, I actually just finished episode nine today. And after I finish episode 10, presumably tomorrow, but probably sometime this weekend, I'm going to probably gather my thoughts and um, I will probably do a solo episode specifically on The Last Dance and kind of my takeaways from that. So look forward to that. But yeah, so even The Last Dance, I feel like it all factors into this shift. And I know I'm kind of bouncing all around this the shift, right? So, but I think you're kind of getting it, right? What I'm talking about. So the shift for me is basically about just shifting the, because I tend to have like, a very laser beam focus. Like I'm really good at doing something, but it's like I have to be completely focused in on it. It's almost like the biggest challenge of all is just pushing everything else off that would distract me or, or drag me away. And instead just being able to focus on the one or two or three things that I really want to do. Because once I can get that focus, I'm actually really good. Uh, yesterday, I, I knocked out a whole bunch of new t-shirt designs. I'm not even going to talk about that now because I've created a, a new brand that I'm doing completely anonymously because a lot of the content on there will be, I don't want to say offensive, but it's stuff that it's just kind of my random thoughts. And a lot of those thoughts are quote unquote offensive to people. So even though I think a lot of it is funny or insightful or entertaining. So just another side project of mine that I'm putting out there in the world and uh, actually just made my first sale yesterday. So that's cool. But you know, just something that's like a passion project that I want to put out there. But like, basically, I got in that zone yesterday and I was just cranking it out and getting ideas together and putting designs together. And I was just like, yeah, it feels great. And that's how the last week or so has been for me. I'm just scratching things off my list and getting super productive and being really focused. And I'm realizing like, I'm also spending a lot less time dealing with the pandemic in terms of like debates, being more informed. Because the problem is with the pandemic, even when I get more informed and I see things, experts from around the world talking about stuff and the whole hydrochloroquine debate 
and all these doctors coming out saying it actually works. And the more I get involved in all that stuff, what does it end up being? You know, I'm sitting here healthy and fine, whatever, but it ends up being okay. Okay, well, I take that information and I post it on Facebook to share that with friends so we can all get a little bit more informed about this thing. And then what do I, I get a whole bunch of flack. I get a whole bunch of pushback. People saying, no, no, don't believe those doctors. Don't believe those scientists. You need to believe Fauci and these scientists over here who are actually profiting with Bill Gates off this whole like vaccine thing. And um, no, we need to listen to them and not these other doctors out there who are trying to save lives. Yeah, okay, right. So then it just turns into this whole debate and I'm not really going to convince anybody of anything, really, who, the, at least the people who are so staunchly set in their ways. And um, they can try to convince me. I'm open to being convinced. Like, if I'm wrong about something, please point it out. I mean, I always say that. But then when they point stuff out and then I um, uh, critique the, uh, the shortcomings of it, the flaws of it, then they start making personal attacks on me. And then I'm like, OK, we're done here. You know, so you don't really um, don't really get anywhere with that. Um, but I'm starting to kind of remove those people from my life. So, but you know, all of this, all of these things I'm saying, like I, it's all kind of working together. I can feel it happening. You know, it's like, I want my life to be full of positive things and positive people. And I want creative energy. And what a lot of non-creative people don't really understand about being creative is that you're going to say some offensive shit. Like if you're a comedian and you're going to go out there and prepare material. Guess what? Some of your jokes are going to bomb. Some of your jokes are going to be offensive. Some of, you know, so just like that, whether you're a writer, whether you're a comedian, whether you're a blogger or a podcaster like me, it's like what people don't understand about creative people is it's, it's a process and we're constantly putting ourselves out there in some form. So like as a, in a visual form or audio form, whatever, but you're not always going to get it right, but that's what people don't understand is that you don't just land on the perfect joke or the perfect piece of art or the perfect video. You don't, that's not how it works. So there needs to be kind of sort of this grace period of, you know, for people to follow artists and, and support artists and not critique them to the point of inhibiting progress. You know, I've gotten some good moral support from a few friends this past week. You're like a big bear, man. I'm okay. telling you, you're money. You're so fucking money. Right. From Facebook and a couple of text messages and calls, like I mentioned earlier. And this is what I need. You know, I don't need much, but just a little, you know, a couple likes, a couple nice comments, and a couple of people saying, like, hey, man, I like what you're doing. You know, keep it going. Sometimes, like, that's all I really need, just that little bit to keep me going, you know? And I want to make more room in my life for those kind of people and those kind of influences and that kind of energy. And that's what I'm all about these days. So I'm feeling really good about that. I'm really feeling good about that. And, um, you know, coming, coming off of the whole unfriending thing. And um, now I'm starting to implement a lot of that unfriending. And uh, I haven't really fully started in my second wave, but, you know, it's not even, it's not even super high a priority for me right now. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. Um, I'll just casually, you know, browse through on Facebook and start removing some people from my life who really, they don't really add any, they don't really add anything to my life. And apparently I don't really add anything to their life. So it's kind of like, what's the point, right? So I think right now I'm down to 635 Facebook friends. I think relatively easy. I could drop it down to 600. I think there's something about the number 500 I like. I, I feel like 
it's a little bit of a challenge to get from 635 down to 500, considering I've already come from 743 friends. But I think it's possible. You know, I think 500 would be a good round number to hover around that number. Because I definitely think that the new friends that I'm adding in moving forward, I'm going to be way more selective about it. It's not like I just go to a party or an event and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, cool. All right. I'll add me on Facebook. Like, no, nah, no, nah. that's over with. Yeah. All that being said, I'm feeling good. Um, there's some crazy shit going on in the world today. Uh, I know, like, if you say the word QAnon, you're going to get banned from Twitter and, you know, you're going to get uh, ostracized by your friends and whatever. Like, somehow QAnon is, is like a bad word now or something. But there's some crazy shit going on in the world right now. And um, despite all the evil and the bad, I think there are forces of good at work. So I'm just kind of getting updates from a friend of mine on a daily basis, a couple of friends of mine, really. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think I have a feeling there's going to be things for me to talk about in that regard in the coming weeks. But, uh, you know, uh, one of the things uh, Praveen told me about, wow, that could be a whole episode in and of itself. Should I get into that right now? I should get into that right now, damn it. Fucking A, man. I really want to say this and like, um, I'm not going to spend too much time on it, but it's really important. So, I do really want to talk about this because it has very much to do with the shift that has occurred for me in the last couple of weeks. So when my cousin Praveen came up here and we talked, one of the things we talked about, and I, I documented all this, so I, I basically created four documents. One is called Phase One, and it's a list of all the, basically the checklist items, like work on this, do this, you know, reach out to that person, do this, do that, you know, just task lists. These are the most high priority things for me to get done in the next few weeks. So that's one document, phase one. The second document is called New Habits. It's really just a few things, you know, and some of it is, has to do with marketing, you know, like guerrilla marketing, just being more aggressive and that kind of stuff. You know, very specific things that I'm not going to get into, but just those habits that I want to start forming. And um, the third item is eliminate negativity and distractions. The three items I listed under there, uh, one is turn off Facebook notifications and chimes. Two is check email twice a day, basically at the start of the day, at the end of the day. And three is limit interaction, even with your best friends. So I haven't really been doing as good a job on that third one, but it's not the end of the world because I've been enjoying that. I've been enjoying the interaction with my closest friends the last few days. So, you know, I'll probably add more to this list, but again, these are like little habits to eliminate negativity and distractions. Now, the thing I really want to talk about right now is this fourth document, and I just called it Mindset. And what triggered me wanting to actually go back and open up this document and talk about it right now is exactly this first one when I was talking about QAnon and sort of like all these things I've been hearing for a while now about you know pedophilia, child sex trafficking, all this evil in the world. But people are starting to get vocal about it and uh, protest and start to take action. And I'm like, wow, this is exciting, you know, like. Because if this really is happening and there are really, there really are evil perpetrators of these atrocities, like people need to be held accountable. People need to be brought to justice. So if it's all fake, if it's conspiracy, if it's a lie, okay, fine. But uh, this is also where I go back to what I was saying earlier about art you know, and creativity is it's a process, you know? So 
I think getting at the truth, finding out what's really true and, and finding out people who are guilty of certain atrocities, like all of this is a process. It's like, fine, innocent until proven guilty, but part of the process is proving somebody's guilty or not, you know? So that needs to happen in various forms. And But whatever happens with all of this, you know, QAnon, whatever, and uh, people trying to out all of these evil people uh, committing atrocious acts and all this stuff, like point number one under mindset, no expectations. So and this has as much to do with all that stuff out there in the world as it does with my own uh, new habits, right? So if, if my new habit is to get more aggressive about marketing my art and my design and my animations, my videos, my podcast, my content, then so be it. But basically it's like the key principle is I'm not attached to outcomes, right? So the point is do the thing and move the fuck on. That's the idea. So you know, if there's if there's some celebrity or some person you want to reach out to and be like, you know what, I, I I made this shirt, like I want you to I want you to have this and whatever. It's like, whatever the ideas are, come up with the ideas, execute it. If there's no response, if nothing comes of it, fine, check it off your list. You tried that out, you did the thing. You know, basically do the thing and move the fuck on. That's the idea. Um, that's something that I needed to I need to continually preach to myself. And it feels good to have that written out. It's actually these three principles that I'm about to get into. That, so no expectations is the first one. But these three principles are actually, I made a desktop wallpaper on my um, iMac. So it's just a continual reminder for me to be staring at these things. So no expectations. You're not attached to outcomes. Do the thing and move the fuck on. Number two, as my cousin Praveen put it, container of joy. Basically, you have this container of joy in yourself, right? And the, the principles underneath there that I wrote down was don't let anyone poke holes in that shit, right? So this is your sacred space, right? This is your joy in life. So you don't let other people fuck with that. And the second thing is to look at it this way. It's not that I don't care for people. It's that I don't care for the nonsense. You have to set boundaries for yourself and figure out that right balance of like, you know, like, look, if, if, if you if you seem as an asshole, fine. But like, I'm looking out for number one. Right. So I do care about other people. But at the same time, I also need to care about myself. I mean, we're talking about self-care here, self-love, and it all kind of starts there. If you're going to be a productive, fruitful citizen of the world and or artist or whatever you're going to do out there in the world it has to start from a place of like you're taking care of yourself you're whole you're healthy you're good to go right so when other people are, are are poking holes in your container of joy it's like fuck that okay right so that's the second thing and the third thing there's no sub points under this it's just the thing itself the third thing make your own rules make your own rules and I think I've done that in various ways throughout much of my life. But I need to be reminded of that. I need to be reminded of that because I'm a very anomalous individual. I don't really make sense. The story of my life does not make sense because it's very unlike, you know, I mean, again, like I've said before, if you know somebody who was a first generation Indian American military brat, preacher's kid, who got an engineering degree but decided to chuck that and instead go be a creative artist designer guy, please. Introduce me to those people because I would love to, um, you know, see how my my story overlaps with them. But as as of yet, in forty three years of existence, I've never met anybody like that with those particular set of factors. So, yeah, my life doesn't really make sense. My life is crazy, but I'm trying to embrace that, you know. 
I'm really trying to embrace that and just be like, all right, I think some of my adversity that I've had to face has given me a unique set of skills and has certainly given me a unique perspective, but I need to start using that to my advantage, right? And I think the more that I make my own rules, the better off that I'll be. Because when I think when I start just subscribing to, you know, other rules that society has thrust upon me or parents or, you know, expectations or whatever, like from peers or friends or teachers or whatever, when those rules are are set in place by other people, I think a lot of those rules, it just doesn't work for me. And yeah, so however much this resonates with you, you know, maybe you're a person who you need to be told what to do by some kind of authority figures uh, then fine, you know, then stick with the plan that others have scripted for you. If that works for you, that's great. But for me, given the course of my life, I think the solution for me moving forward is like, I got to make my own fucking rules. I just got to do my thing and uh, really embrace that and stop sinking back into the way things are done or the way that thing other people do things. You know, that's that's just not the way. That's not the way for me. So... Yeah, there you have it. All of this is contributing to this shift right now. I'm feeling good. I'm surrounding myself with more and more positive people who I know really care about me. They're stepping up in little ways. Again, it doesn't take much for me to be fueled. Just a few comments and nice words here and just some moral support. And I'm getting that. You know, I'm getting that. And I want to feel, I want to expand that circle, not just haphazardly with more and more numbers of people, but I, I want quality. You know, I want more and more good, positive people who care about what I'm doing, you know, care about the things I'm saying, care about the art that I'm making, care about the messages I'm putting out there in the world. And I want to connect with them too, you know? Uh, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, I don't have enough creative people, like truly creative people in my life. And I want to link up with other people who are creative, who are putting themselves out there in the world, you know? And I want to support them and be part of their thing, you know, as much as I want them to be part of my thing. And I want this just to be this swirling energy of creativity and just, you know, positivity and just we're putting it out there in the world, like fiercely, like bravely, you know, because I keep coming back to it. I'm getting older. Life is short and this is it. So the shift has begun for me. I feel it and I want to keep it going. Again, no expectations, container of joy, Make your own rules. I'm already starting to apply these things and I'm digging it. I like the effects. So going to keep it going. Uh, that's all for today, Friday, August 7th. I hope you all have a good and safe weekend. And until next time. Today's episode is brought to you by The State Lottery, where everybody wins. Actual odds of winning one in 380 million. I hope this has been enlightening for you. The Introversion Podcast is on its way, but we've obviously got a long way to go to get to where we want to be getting to. I will certainly be doing my part in cranking out new episodes every week, but here's where you come in. If you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're currently listening on. That way you can obviously get notified as soon as new episodes arrive. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please please give a five-star rating. It just takes a second, and it will empower the Introversion Podcast to rise up and conquer the suppression of algorithms that would otherwise crush this fledgling podcast into unknown oblivion. So yeah, please leave a rating, and even better, an actual review.
Just a few words expressing what you dig about the podcast honestly would mean the world to me and would really help provide the motivation to keep this baby growing. Also, I'd love to hear from you at any time. Comments, questions, or if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, send an email to podcast at introversion.com. You can also connect with me on social media. I am Jay Caslow. That's J-A-Y-K-A-S-L-O on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, pretty much wherever. I really want the Introversion Podcast to be something special. Raw, informative, entertaining, experimental. Inconceivable. Enlightening, therapeutic for you and me. Let's keep the conversations going about a range of topics that affect us all. Let's rise above all the hate and sickness and sadness and strife that plague this world. Let's seek to better understand each other and ultimately live our best lives. Seriously, let's do this thing. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.